Hi out there. I'm Pat Pauley, and I'd like to welcome you to my show, Artbeat Northwest. And we're a nonprofit supporting the visual and performing arts in the Pacific Northwest. And today, we're talking about Pratt Fine Arts Center and their programs with glass. And here to talk with us are Scott Darlington, Ryan Blythe, and Daryl Smith. All of them veteran glass blowers, and you, you know you all have so much experience in glass. And I just ask each of you to introduce yourself with a few sentences describing uh, some of your experiences in your work with glass. And let's start with Scott Darlington. Hi, I'm Scott, Scott. Darlington. I'm the glass studio manager at Pratt Fine Arts for the past seven years plus, and I've had a long affiliation with Pratt. The first time I ever went there was 1993. As oh, a wow. student, and I was just a kid, and everybody I know and everything I know about glass mostly happened at Pratt. Oh, well, that's wonderful. And then uh, Ryan uh, Blythe. Hi, I'm Ryan, and I, uh, I started working with glass in 1992, and uh, I moved out here to the Northwest in 96 to work for Chuli, uh, and then I also, uh, it was my first time taking classes, and helping to teach at Pratt. And you have your own glass studio, oh, yeah. too. Yeah, I also own uh, <laughs> and operate Rainier Glass Studio in uh, Georgetown. So, okay. And then Daryl Smith is here also. Hi, uh, I'm Daryl. I'm a Seattle native. Um, started making glass back in 94. Um, and Scott Darlington was actually uh, one of my first instructors in one of the uh, very formative person in my early glass career and um, got bit by the glass bug and haven't stopped since. Wow. So happy you could all come in today. This is going to be a very exciting program. But before we get started, I want to mention a couple of uh, art escapes for this winter uh, sponsored by Pratt. And Kamla Kirkaria has organized two classes <laughs> going to Mexico and they're both in printmaking. Uh, they have one mixed-media printmaking with Larry Calkins. And if you know him, he's just a kick to be in a class with. And um, Miguel Perez is there, too. It's February 2nd to 9th, just when you want to get out of this place because the weather is bugging you, right? And this is in Chicala, Mexico, which is about one hour north of Puerto Vallarta. And then there's also another one, and that is February 18th to 22nd. It's lithography and relief printmaking in Mexico City. And I thought it would be really neat to be in Mexico City. Don't we all go to the coast? And uh, not so much there, but it's so much interesting in Mexico City that I'd like to see. <clears throat> Me too. We're yeah. shutting down the glass program. We're all going with them. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rodrigo Telec is uh, teaching and you spend three days in the print studio, but, you know, in such a beautiful place, you don't want to be always there. So two days in the studios of these various artists, print artists that are down there. And it uh, sounds like a great time anyway. Um, and if it doesn't, oh, you have to get your, uh, your reservation in by the first part of November. So if you're thinking about it, you need to do it soon. Is that all uh, posted on Pratt's website? It all is. There's lots of information about that on Pratt's website. Check it out, pratt.org. Okay, thank you. That's what we <laughs> needed. 
We'll be back shortly talking about glass classes at Pratt on Artbeat Northwest. Stay with us. Cheshire Cat invites you to Through the Looking Glass, the annual fundraiser for the Kirkland Art Center. Move like the Mad Hatter and support arts education for all ages. Don't be late to dance with the Jabberwocky and meet Alice during the live and silent auctions featuring our region's best artists. It's a fragile affair in support of Kirkland Art Center's art programs. Save the date for Saturday, October 20th at 5.30 p.m. at the W Hotel in Bellevue. For tickets, go online to kirklandartcenter.org. And where did that white rabbit go? Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Scott Darlington, Ryan Blythe, and Daryl Smith about getting into art glass at Pratt. But before we get started with art glass, you know, I talk to a lot of people over here on the east side that really don't know what Pratt is. So we've got to at least first make them aware of what it is, where it is. Scott? Yeah, Pratt is a wonderful place. It's uh, unfortunately a little bit well-known secret in Seattle, but we're here to change that. Pratt Fine Arts Center is a nonprofit uh, public access uh, facility for all kinds of art making, glass, and we have metals of all kinds, forging, casting, we have stone carving, we have a beautiful wood studio, we have printmaking, painting, and drawing, we have a fine metals and jewelry, uh, so many different things. We have classes and all of those art-making activities from introduction level all the way up to master class level. Um, it's really a wonderful place. And you people on the east side, it's really easy to get to. You just go over yeah. I-90 and, you know, Take the first turn exit. right, and you're almost there, you We're know. We're waiting on you. Yeah, I think it only took us, what, 10 minutes to get here? Yeah. yeah. Amazing. <clears throat> we had to drive around the block a couple of times because we were early. <laughs> <laughs> And one of the things, too, is they have a lot of classes in the evening or on the weekends, so you people who are in the workforce uh, can take advantage of all these wonderful classes. Yeah, we have all kinds of folks from uh, beginners and amateurs and weekend warriors and hobbyists all the way through professionals and uh, people who make their entire career at the studios at Pratt. A nice mix. It's great. Yeah. Everybody's there. So let's start out with, first of all, the kinds, you have so many kinds of glass classes. You know, uh, all of these folks are glass blowers, and we're going to get really in-depth on that. But let's cover the rest of the spectrum first, because they have so many kinds of glass classes at Pratt. Yeah, we have a wide variety of glass endeavors at Pratt. Um, glass blowing um, is probably the most well-known and the, probably the most robust glass program uh, at Pratt. Um, it's very popular, and we have fusing glass, which is working with flat glass to melt together to make all kinds of flat glass projects that can also be slumped uh, or formed into other shapes. So we have flame working, uh, which is in front of a small flame on the tabletop in front of you where you melt glass from rods onto mandrels maybe for bead making or other small objects. Um, we also have cold working, which is cutting and grinding and polishing glass. And we have uh, introductory classes and all of those endeavors all the way through intermediate to advanced level classes and master artist level classes. And I noticed one in glass 
casting. Too. Mm, hot casting is very popular. And too, yeah, uh, yeah I've, that's something I'd like to yeah, take too. It's wonderful. I love the three dimensionality of that. Yeah. And you know. anybody can, you know, get into casting. Yeah, you don't have to have any experience at all. It's 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 for anybody. It's very approachable, and uh, uh, you can make something right away. And uh, it's really uh, an awesome community there too. So let's start talking a little bit about glass blowing. Now, if a person wants to take a class in glass blowing, um, do you have to have? A, you see these people wielding all of these masses of glass and everything. But, like, for the beginner class, do you have to have really good musculature? <laughs> or can you just be an ordinary person? No, it's fit for anybody. We even have teen classes where, where teens as young as 13 are making glass objects. And, of course, you start small with the little things like cups or, or small bowls to paperweights and, and little flowers or small animals, things like that. Uh, it's a good place to start. Uh, and everybody kind of makes those things in the beginning. You have to have some fundamental skills in the beginning to, to move on. Um, but it's very approachable in the beginning, and it's, uh, anybody can do it. Well, I think that's very inspirational that the teens are doing it. Yeah. Because then you think, okay, if they could do it, I could do it. We have a wonderful know? Friday night teen classes in all of our studios. And oh, it's really? It's very popular. It's a great place to bring your teenagers on the weekends and on Friday nights to someplace that's uh, creative and Lots of other teens there and uh, lots of teachers and instructors, and it's a great, awesome place to spend Friday night. So now the other thing is it seems like everybody, I I actually signed up for your beginning class following, and everybody I talk to about it says, you have to be, you're really, oh, it's so dangerous, you know, and I know it's dangerous, but do you contain the danger? (laughs) Uh, more people get hurt in the kitchen than get hurt in the glass studio. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that's good. Oh, I'd love to hear it's that. It's just a story we make up to, you know, to, <laughs> to lure, thin lure them in. Thin the hurt a little bit, yeah. too, at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Don't believe the myths. It's very safe, and, and our instructors are incredible, and, uh, and uh, it, there's a lot of safety uh, protocol that we go over right away, and it's all hands-on uh, instruction, and so we really... Uh, make it as safe as it possibly can be. Well, that is very good to hear. Now, also, the other thing is, you know, it, it's kind, it seems like it's kind of a guy thing. And, uh, but I was just wondering, are there, are there very many women in any of these classes? There are. There are. There's quite a few females, and uh, we need a lot more. And uh, it's a little bit of an industrial endeavor, and I think that that's maybe what kind of kept it male for a long time. But uh, know, those days are like over, it. and uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't want to be out There's a the tremendous amount of anymore. phenomenal women working in glass right now that are, you know, leading the community and uh, doing wonderful things. Yeah, they're all and, over the place on social media right now. Yeah, I mean, for sure. At the Instagram yeah. posts and the Facebook posts. And you know, the thing about glass is uh, the glass community, anyways, is. We're all very welcoming, and we want people to experience what we love and and make things. And so there's no judgment. There's no criticism. It's all just love and, and support. Teamwork. Yeah. Teamwork is huge. You know, and that is so important that people feel included, not picked on. And you know what I mean? Because they don't have the skills yet. Right. Uh, and... And rather supported rather than picked on, you know what I mean? One of the greatest satisfactions I think I get is uh, watching somebody that's brand new to it is 
is just the awe and the love and the and it just you see it in their face when they get bit by the bug. You know, <laughs> get bit by the bug. Absolutely. And then you're a glass blower forever, right? Sure. That's yeah. right. Welcome to There's the no blower. going back. <laughs> no going back. Yeah. It really does. It takes a village to raise a piece of glass. And <laughs> you, can, you can do it by yourself, but it's 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 so much better with a group of people and you can make more complicated and more colorful and, and bigger pieces with a a group of people. And uh that's kind of what builds the community is that uh, it's not a lonely endeavor and uh, it really does take a lot of people and a lot of help and uh, um, so I think it's more social than a lot it's of kinds very of social for, for that be. reason yeah, yeah because you, you really need a, a, team. a team yeah yeah <laughs> so and some people are better on teams than others and the other <laughs> thing is that everybody's terrible at first nobody ever did it right the first time and so everybody who's a good glass blower even the best glass blowers started out terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Oh well, actually, that's encouraging to hear. Yeah. <laughs> you everybody know, you, messes it up at first. You figure, you know, people. Oh, they probably just had this natural talent. No, there but, are a few people with natural talent, but they also were terrible at first. <laughs> yeah, because you have to learn the technique, right? Oh yeah, it takes a while. Put in your hours. So now I was talking about the beginner uh, class in glass blowing. But what other classes do you offer in glass blowing? Well, we have an introduction class, which is just a, a morning or an afternoon, which is just kind of a taste to see if it might be for you. It's just a couple of hours. It's very affordable. We have uh, a beginning glass blowing class, which meets every week for six weeks. It's four hours, so 24 hours total. We have intermediate glass blowing. We have an advanced glass blowing class, and then. We also have a series of master classes uh, throughout the year where uh, folks come from all over the country and all over the world to teach their fine techniques. Well, after all, this is kind of the center of glass blowing. Seattle is definitely the glass <laughs> center of the universe. You can't swing a dead cat by the tail without hitting three <laughs> glass blowers in Seattle. Meow. Oh, but that's wonderful. <laughs> Knocking the Rainier out of their hands. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, now, does that include, oh, I was going to ask you, when you do glass blowing, you do have access to the cold working studio, too, so that you can kind of finish off some of your pieces that might need it? Yes, yes. Uh, cold working is a part of finishing or decorating pieces after you've made them in the hot shop. Um, and we have classes in cold working as well. Where you can learn all the techniques on all of the equipment. Uh, and it really opens a lot of doors. Some people uh, make their whole career in the cold shop. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, those are such big machines, and, yeah, you know, yeah. they're very impressive. Yeah. It can be a little intimidating at first, but uh, it, it's usable by any person, and and uh, it's open access, and you can get uh, rubber stamp to be a user there and, and come and rent time and, and do it on your own after you've taken classes and, and gotten used to it a little bit. After you get a little bit proficient, right? Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to do it. You can rent time in any of our studios uh, if you have some experience, and then you go through an access and orientation process to make sure that you know the rigmarole and the safety protocols and all of that, uh, and all of the equipment in the studios, and then you can rent time on your own. So I suppose that there are some glass blowers who are professionals, even, that mm -hmm. rent the studio if they don't have a many, furnace many, in many. their home yes. <laughs> or in their building we somewhere. We have quite a few professionals <laughs> that make their whole career out of our studios because the equipment is uh, huge and expensive and yeah. costly to run. Um, so that's the other thing that makes the community in glass is that uh, if you have a furnace and some equipment, then people gather to it like flies to a 
to yeah. a picnic, you know. Ants to yeah. a picnic. <laughs> ants What's to the a analogy? <laughs> I forget. Ants. I think it's ants. Yeah. Thank so you, you Thank just you, pass this test, and then you're able to rent the studio as well as long as you're uh, a good patron, right? That's right. You can find all, all about that on our website. Yeah. Well. well, that's great. So that keeps all of the people going in the community of glass, and it's probably kind of a lot of fun in there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Seattle is a glass town, and Pratt, I like to think of as the cornerstone of glass in Seattle. And as many glassmakers as there are in Seattle, I would say almost all of them over the years have had some affiliation with Pratt. It really is a cornerstone, and it's kind of the landing pad for glassmakers in Seattle. And there's a lot of community there, and uh, um, people meet each other there, and opportunities happen there, and everybody's learning and sharing there. It's really a, a, a dynamic uh, department, and, and uh, I love that part about it. The people is the best part about it, for sure. Oh, great. It's already time for a break, and I want to hear some stories from you all about some of the new glass blowers when we get back, and some other things. But we're here talking about how you can make your own glass art at Pratt Fine Arts Center. We'll be right back with more on Artbeat Northwest. From new exhibitions to community events, Bellevue Arts Museum is always new, always different, and always exciting. Through October 14th, see Alex Katz, A Life in Print, selections from the collections of Jordan D. Schnitzer and his family foundation. The exhibition features a series of prints by the iconic American artists dating from the late 1960s to the present day, many of which have never before been exhibited. For more information, visit BellevueArts.org. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. Welcome back to Artbeat Northwest. We're here talking with Scott Darlington, Ryan Blythe, and Daryl Smith about getting into art glass at Pratt. And they've got some really fun events going on. Um, Scott, do you want to talk to your... Uh, Fun events that are coming up soon here. Yeah, we have Ryan Blythe here in the studio with us and Daryl Smith here today to talk about Friday Night Delights, um, which is a community event that we're doing at Pratt uh, occasionally on Friday nights, um, where these guys are going to get together in our studio and just collaborate and uh, make some glass things that would never happen otherwise. Don't forget and, about Rob. Uh, Rob Stern is another <laughs> artist who's going to collaborate on that event. Uh, Rob is not here right now. He's in so the Czech Republic. So what kind of things? These sound like they're kind of uh, far out things that you yeah. make on these Friday night delights. It's usually kind of wacky. You never know what's going to happen. And that's kind of the whole point of it, too. You know, you get people together that don't typically um, collaborate and you make something that's fun and exciting and and part of everybody and uh that's you know we spoke a little bit earlier about the community of glass and and that really brings people together you know it's fun to watch it's fun to see everybody gets involved yeah it's friday night october 19th from 6 until 10 p.m it's free open to the public you do not have to be a glass person to come and uh, you can come and watch them do oh, these yeah, fabulous yeah, things it's great fun okay it's october great fun. 19th coming up friday night and delights. What are some of the fabulous things you've done? Because it sounds like, you know, with all this collaboration, you could come with up with some huge sculptures or something. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it gets pretty wacky. <laughs> and then if you want to do another fun thing, you can go over to Georgetown at Rainer Glass Company. Uh, you want to talk about that? Sure. 
Like every uh, second Saturday of the month in Georgetown, we have a thing called Art Attack, and that's where all the galleries and studios are open in Georgetown. And uh, we actually host a night where we, well, typically other glass artists will help me, and we'll we'll do a collaboration as well, and we'll make uh, some glass in front of everyone. And that is uh, this Saturday, October 13th, starting around 7. Oh, o'clock. this Saturday, mm-hmm. October 13th. Yeah, yeah. So all the galleries will be open, not just Rainier Glass Studio, Oh. but all of Georgetown will be open. There's a big art walk. Oh. Be a nice warm up for Friday night delights. Yeah, we got to do some practice. <laughs> we have no idea what we're making yet. <laughs> well, that's the fun of it, isn't it? Yeah, that's exciting. You have it no idea, and then you just yeah. create something out of everybody's mind collectively, sure. right? Yeah, yeah about that. And that's, work. I think, you know, one of the hugest draws for us as artists and makers is just we love, absolutely love making things. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, if I'm not, if, if I'm not making something, I feel lost. Oh, well, that's probably a good thing because yeah. it keeps you productive. Absolutely. <laughs> and then you have uh, a really nice event coming up for veterans on uh, sun- Sunday, November 11th. Uh, do you all want to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, and uh, Sunday, November 11th is Veterans Day, and so we open our glass blowing studio to the veterans can come and make something for free. So you can find out about all of that on our website as well. And uh, it's, uh, it's a great event and uh, an opportunity for us to give back a little bit to our veterans. And uh, we have some veterans who come back every year. and We have a lot of oh. new people every year. It's a really great thing. Fabulous. So you have like two or three hour block of time there? It's four hour blocks. Yeah. Oh, four hour blocks. Yeah. Okay, you could make something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can really learn something and, and go home with something. And uh, it's, a really, it's a really great event. So I have to ask you one more personal question. Um, being in this beginner class, so what would I expect to take home after six weeks? I mean, could yeah, I, after do you six think weeks, I could make a small vase or something? Yes, absolutely. I know it's hard to blow glass. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, you can make uh, all kinds of things. You'll probably start with like a paperweight or with some colors inside or maybe a small vessel like a cup or a bowl. Or maybe a small sculpted piece like a flower or a, a goofy animal with four legs or eight <laughs> legs or 22 legs. Sounds good to me. <laughs> and a, a firm appreciation for what it actually takes to, to have a piece come to fruition, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds good. And then you learn teamwork and you mm-hmm. learn mm-hmm. safety. I already have memorized it. You turn right with your, <laughs> right? With your glass so you don't hit anybody? Yeah, you got to turn right every time. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain rules that if you don't it's obey, like the UPS truck, you, you could have a disaster, <laughs> which we don't want to have happen, right? You're going to be a great student, Patty. <laughs> yeah, great. really. I can't wait to see you in the studio. I don't know if I'll even be able to lift the glass Oh, you're going to be fine. You're so how fine. hot does that glass get anyway? Out of the furnace, it's 2,150 degrees. 2000. Now compare that with how high does, you know, if you're cooking... You know, max is about 500 degrees, and usually it's 350. And this is 2,000? 2,000... 2,150 degrees. Wow, that, that... That'll cook your pizza quick. <laughs> that could be dangerous if you're not careful, right? We show you right away where to never touch it. Oh, good. And then you have to mold it with that wet newspaper. I mean, that just like... Really? That doesn't burn you? But you must use an asbestos glove with it, right? No, no. You don't? Because no, no. I noticed... Asbestos is a no-no. <laughs> oh really? And it doesn't. That's just crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so if if you're interested, one of the things I've been doing a lot of is watching the videos on. Oh yeah, you know, you can get on quite YouTube. an education on YouTube. Yeah, 
<laughs> so at least you kind of get a little knowledge of what a punty is and yeah. what a yoke and a, you know, a blowpipe. And... Look at you. <laughs> Teacher's pet. Right? She's one yes. of us. Teacher's I just pet. don't want to be the dumbest one. That's nope. all. That's all. You know, I don't want to be picked on. That is great. Anyway. Well, thank you all so much for coming in. It's been a lot of fun. And I know you all have a lot of fun when you blow glass together, especially on uh, on that one night where you create all those wonderful objects that you've Friday really night made. delights. Save the world. Friday night delights. And you can come and watch them do that. So I'm going to come watch you. Please cool. do. Bring yeah. your friends. Yes. Yeah. But we are already running out of time. Thank you so much, Scott and Ryan and Daryl, for coming in and sharing all of your information and insight about glass art at Pratt. Uh, do you have any famous last words or last stories that you want to pitch in before we close? I, I got a whole book of jokes. <laughs> 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 all adapted from other glass world and Funky stories. Okay. There's lots of it. Come to Friday Night Delights, and I'll get out the mic and tell a few That's jokes. right. Oh, okay. So we got to go exposed there. be to the to, true culture. To hear the true <laughs> culture and the true comedy about blowing our glass, right? Yeah. Now, let's again, though, say how we go online to find out more about the glass art and glass blowing at Pratt Fine Arts Center. Right there in Seattle, right across I-90, easy to get to. How do you go online? Pratt Fine Arts Center can be found online at www.pratt.org. And you can find out all about glass at Pratt and all kinds of other materials that we offer classes and studio access for. And it's a really wonderful place. They do have a great website, too. So be sure to go on there and find out about all these classes. And you can cross that bridge. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and get to Seattle. And, of course, you Seattleites already know you're there. So you can go south if you live up north and come come up to that area if you live further south. Come, come feed your soul. Come make art. Come Thank feed you. your soul. Perfect. Right. And you'll probably get hooked, right? Uh, more than likely, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. So I hope to see you all at a glass class at Pratt or any class because they do have a lot of – oh, Wonderful instructors. We yes. didn't mm-hmm. we didn't even mention that, but everybody knows from you all that there are wonderful instructions. Be sure to listen in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. drive time for RB Northwest. Coming up in October uh, on the 16th, Jim Clark of Clark and Clark Arts and Artifacts in, on Mercer Island will be here to talk about how he travels the world to bring back wonderful art for clients. So don't miss that one. Uh, yeah, and on October 23rd, uh, Preston Singletary will be here talking about his new show, Raven and the Box of Daylight, at Tacoma's Museum of Glass. It is wonderful. I just went last Sunday. Uh, I'm Pat Polly signing off on Alternative Talk 1150. Have a great creative week.